0: Yesterday during this program, we heard of a drowning tragedy at Murawai Beach. A pair of New Zealanders, actually they were refugees from Myanmar, they have been here for about 20 years. A married couple. They were out fishing on the rocks. Had a couple of their kids with them. They went fairly often and they loved it. Uh, The husband and wife have nine children. Uh, The youngest is seven years old, but their oldest ones had grandkids. Yes, they've got one grandchild. So, yeah, as I say, two of the kids were there when Dad got a fish, and he's pulling the thing in, and then he slips off the rocks. So his wife sees this and is horrified, and so she held, holds out her rod for him to grab hold of. He does grab hold of it, but she also slips on the rocks. They both fall into the surging water. Both were battered against the rocks, and despite the efforts of the rescue crews, the pair died at the scene. Buddied, battered, and drowned. It was monumentally sad. So the deaths were quickly labelled an all too common tragedy by the Rodney Local Board Deputy Chair, Phelan Piri. He says people constantly underestimate the dangers of rock fishing at Murawai. He says the council has put up signs and they keep getting bigger after each tragedy. But, you know, a sign is just a sign. Make it as big as you want. Does it really stop things? And as I heard the story unfold, two words kept popping into my mind, two words that could have prevented the nine children being without parents, two words that meant the pair could have fished another day and enjoyed many more summers together, watching their kids grow up, watching more grandkids arrive. And those two words were life and jacket. The couple were not wearing life jackets they were wearing heavy winter clothes clothes that when they hit the water dragged them down faster they should have been wearing life jackets they could have been wearing life jackets making a call that rock wear life jackets in fact all fishers is not new the fact that these calls are ignored are not new the water safety group drowning protection has now run a campaign for 12 years trying to stop people from rock fishing or fishing without life jackets. Today they call that campaign still a success despite yesterday's tragedy. They say the number of rock fishing drownings has dropped from nine in New Zealand in 2005 to none last year but we had two yesterday. They are still concerned that too many people step onto known dangerous rocks without them and I know it and I've seen it. I've seen it at Muriwai. I've seen it up and down the country on rocks. Have you? How often do you see people on the rocks without a life jacket on? When you ask drowning protection why people don't wear life jackets when they go rock fishing, particularly in winter and particularly on stormy days, they say it's all about cost. I understand that, but I cannot accept that. A life jacket costs $100. It's a bargain. How much was your rod How much did it cost you to drive there? How much did your winter jacket cost? How much did you spend on the sneakers on your feet? hundred bucks? Why wouldn't you buy a life jacket? How much do two funerals cost? How much will nine orphans cost? Are the Murawai rocks, in fact, all rocks... In my view, a life jacket is just as essential as a pair of sneakers, as a pair of shoes and a jacket and a rod. So just do it.